Welcome to Knocking Down Walls podcast with me, your host, P.L. Brown. In this season, we're breaking down the words ruling our political climate this election season. Law and order without justice equals fascism. The term fascism was born of an Italian politician and journalist named Benito Almacari Andrea Mussolini. Born on July 29, 1883, he was named the Iron Prefect, Double Deuce, or as we all later called him, Mussolini. From 1925 to 1945, he ruled Italy as the premier fascist dictator. But what exactly is fascism? According to Time Magazine, who spoke with Ruth Ben-Ghiat, an expert on first fascist dictator Benito Mussolini and a professor of history and Italian studies at New York University. Fascism is a movement that promotes the idea of a forcibly monolithic, regimented nation under the control of an autocratic ruler. The word fascism comes from passio, the Italian word for bundle, which in this case represents bundles of people its origins go back to ancient Rome, when the fasces was a bundle of wood with an axe head carried by leaders. In simpler terms, fascism is when a leader attempts to use a unifying factor, most commonly race or nationality, as a means of accumulating power and ruling a country. Typically, fascists demonize others outside of their group using the emotions of fear, anger, resentment, and rage to push past the constrictions of social normalcy to create new norms in behavior. Fascists typically stoke their followers to engage in behaviors such as lying, cheating, stealing, assault, and murder as long as their actions are carried out against people outside the faction. Fascists reclassify crimes as only transgressions which occur against people within the faction. Any transgressions which occur against outsiders are rationalized away or celebrated as just. Fascism is dangerous because in order for it to reach its natural conclusion, the outside groups or races must either be forced into slavery or extinction. There isn't a middle ground when you're founding and operating principles in that all others are inferior or subhuman. As René Girard, a 20th century anthropologist, Mimimic Theory, stated, human desire is not an autonomous process, but a collective one. We want things because other people want them. Power, fame, money, and we must have a scapegoat, i.e. Mexicans, Muslims, blacks, or others to justify our shortcomings and use that to promote our own brand of dysfunction. Other historical examples of fascism are Adolf Hitler, Francisco Franco, and Antonio de Oliveira Salazar. I would agree that the current president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, is a fascist in the making. He has formed his group, and he hasn't been able to enforce a total takeover of the government. Yet. Changing the ruling ideology of a country doesn't happen overnight. Fascist dictatorships grow through a process of gaining followers, accruing physical power, and delegitimizing the current systems of government. Hitler didn't build the trains and the ovens to accelerate the Holocaust overnight. 
It took a decade and his anticipatory obedient followers to unveil his final solution. Mussolini served in the Royal Italian Army until he was wounded in 1917. He rose to power following the March on Rome in October 1922, which was intended to be a mass demonstration when fascist troops entered Rome. But King Victor Emmanuel III, on October 29th, appointed Mussolini as Prime Minister. And there began a reign of fear, terror, and destruction. Mussolini and his sycophants consolidated their power through a series of laws that transformed the nation into a one-party dictatorship. Within five years, Mussolini had established dictatorial authority by both legal and illegal means and aspired to create a totalitarian state. A totalitarian state is a concept from a political system or form of government that prohibits opposition parties, restricts individual opposition to the state and its claims and exercises an extremely high degree of control over public and private life. A totalitarian regime attempts to control virtually all aspects of social life, including the economy, education, arts, science, private life, and morals of its citizens. Since January 20th, 2017, Donald Trump has been hard at work destroying the norms of our government to build his totalitarian state. On day one, Trump's press secretary, Sean Spicer, went out to the press podium to lie about the Inauguration Day crowd size. This was just the beginning of Donald's mission to destroy the norms of truth, decency, and democracy our American government has aspired to uphold. His presidency has grown a list of fascist actions, all leading to his eventual attempt at a dictatorship. Trump has banned Muslims from entering our airports. Trump has locked the children of immigrants in cages at our borders. Trump has excused the violence of his supporters at self-defense and called for violence against peaceful protesters. Trump has willfully allowed hundreds of thousands of people to die from a virus that he knows disproportionately kills people outside his preferred grouping. Trump and his administration is acting with the full knowledge that black and brown Americans who have more health problems because of historical poverty, lack of access and healthy eating options, and affordable health care are at higher risk of death than Trump's angry middle class, suburban and rural white supporters. Trump is essentially using COVID-19 as his Agent Orange to turn the entire country into a gas chamber, killing the old and the sick. Now that you have the facts, what are you going to do in November? Will you allow this fascist regime to march through the streets and dictate your every move and thought? Or are you going to get into good trouble, as John Lewis said, and make sure our democracy survives to live another day? If this experiment of democracy is going to survive, it's going to take everyone to stand and vote to assure that we don't end up like Germany or Italy. It's time to wake up, America. And as the song in the Wiz said, can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> On November 3rd, it's up to us to usher in a new and bright future. We have an opportunity to take our country back and place it back onto a path of respect, dignity, and liberty. Vote like your life depends on it. 
because it does. Enjoyed this episode? Come back next week for another episode available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stricker Radio, and other popular networks. Like, subscribe, and stay safe until next time. It's not who's right, but what's right. <laughs>